With LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need. Marketing wizards? Found them. Software engineers? Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire? And found. LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com slash spoken. That's linkedin.com slash spoken. Terms and conditions apply. I've got a hole in the ground that for once has nothing to do with Bernard Cribbins. F*** off out of it, Bernard. (laughs) I've got the shortest war in history. Hello there. Welcome to Dave Fighting in Hell. Bernard Cribbins. Sorry, I've just been thinking about him and the I brass love, love neck of it. Of work that you're, oh, Winning God. the hearts of a nation over what? Four <laughs> generations? I love him. I love him. If I ever meet him, I'm going to stand in and say thank you. Thank you for a lifetime of happy memories. You Jake, who's your favourite Womble? We take moments that occurred on this day in history and pitch them against each other. Yes, we do. He's Jake Yep. I'm Nat Tapley, and joining us today is Lizzie Roper. Hello, Lizzie Roper. My favourite Womble was Orinoco, as Jake won't furnish us with his answer. Thank you very much. Uncle Bulgaria there surfaced for a moment. Madame Chalet. Oh, of course. Of course. Madame Shirley. I did cabaret once with the Wombles, and Madame, inside Madame Shirley <laughs> oh, no. was a bloke. Well, what? all the time, I would have thought. Even yeah, That's yeah. even better. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to take us to the 27th of August. Did she, did she make good use of the things that she found? Because it sounds Madame- like it. Madame Chalet's <laughs> instrument of choice was the fiddle, yeah. and it was a boak. <laughs> <laughs> Were they? At... She can't have done the fingering yeah. in the. Yes. How can you finger as a womble? You can't. You can't. Wombles the, can't womble, finger. You can't the fingering. No. no. They the played live on stage. You can do the bowing, but not the fingering. Yeah, not the fingering. I'd be the judge she, of that. Madame Chalet could not have been fingering to anything she, like the degree she'd need to be able to perform pro- properly. Well, like, oh, maybe Madame Chalet's hands were very tiny and only had a very thin glove on. I feel like Womble Fiddler is a great insult. <laughs> <laughs> so, the shortest war of all time. Yeah, yeah, yeah go ahead, Matt. Yeah, sure. And Bernard Cribbins. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 27th of all, 1896. Uh, Zanzibar. We all know where Zanzibar is. Yeah, it's a yeah. little island yeah. in the Indian Ocean. Uh, it's off what's now Tanzania. Uh, and the Sultan died on the 25th of August, 1896. Sultan Hamid died and was succeeded by Sultan Khalid. Um, and at which point the British said, uh, excuse me, no, we're meant to tell you who's next. Uh, you don't get to decide on your own. The British consul piped up and said, um, no, we don't want Sultan Khalid to be the Sultan. We want Hamid bin Mohammed, please. Uh, and mm. Sultan Khalid said, "No, I'm the Sultan. Um, you're, you're, no, you don't even live anywhere near here. You're British. You live literally tens of thousands of miles away. Go away." And we went right. In that case, you've got until nine a.m. the day after tomorrow to stand down. Otherwise, <laughs> oh, you'll be in big trouble, young man. Don't make us come round to Zanzibar. You'll be sorry. And he went, 
yeah, right, whatever. And he got 2,500 people to come and sit in his palace just in case. Just in case. Uh, 9 a.m. in two days' time, uh, he looked out his window and saw three cruisers, two gunboats, 150 marines, and 900 hired Zanzibaris waiting in the harbour to kill him. He went, I, well, I reckon we can take it. They won't actually do anything uh, and at 902 they did they started bombarding them from their gunboats and uh no! his 2800 defenders of whom 500 were killed um uh, instantly all of his guns were blown up um, and they bombarded the palace a palace made of wood um which instantly went on fire uh, was full of explosives of their own that they were holding so that blew a lot of it up and by 946 the whole thing was over the flag of Zanzibar was taken down <clears throat> everyone at the palace was removed um, Sultan Khalid stood down he was replaced and the Great Britain took it as a protectorate for the next 67 years and let that be a lesson to everyone that's what happens when you don't do exactly what you're told by the British. That was the end of Zanzibar, which had been discovered by the well, not discovered by the Portuguese, been taken over by the Portuguese in 1499, been taken over by Oman in 1698, had been independent since 1858 and had its independence recognised by Great Britain. Um, it was taken over in 1897 because we wouldn't do what they were told. And it was the shortest war in history, 43 minutes. Wow. That's I think good. all wars should be 43 minutes long. You can't settle something in 43 minutes. It's, yeah. Yeah. I'd move on. It's I just like getting the, silly now. Maybe you get like extra time or something if you, you know you couldn't get the a free kick. Just, you can get just your shoes do it with on. a free kick. The, I couldn't do my laces, sir. If you can get the cellophane off the missiles or something. Yeah. <laughs> I've got for mm. you the twenty seventh of August, eighteen fifty nine. I'd like to take you to Titusville, Pennsylvania. Mm. Guess who founded Titusville? Titusville. <clears throat> a man with a very a guy called Jonathan Titus. Ah. Uh, although uh, he he wanted to call it Edinburgh, but everyone was like, "That's sort of been <laughs> taken. We'll just call it." And Titusville. nobody will never know how to pronounce it, and they'll all be going Edinburgh. Yeah. And he was all like, oh, "Okay, yeah. whatever." Anyway, it uh, was a very slow-growing community, uh, numbered in the hundreds in the eighteen fifties, and then all mm. of a sudden they discovered petroleum. And in 1859, the world's first commercially successful oil well was dug there and oh, good. then. And uh, the population went from, I think it's something like 400 in Two. the 1850s to 8,000. I mean, it just exploded in 10 years and <clears throat> became a very big deal. Not that there was that much use for it. People, people took it as medicine. At the time, that was what? kind of all it was really what? useful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, um, no. But uh, what, crude oil. Yeah, rock oil was a, a medicine. Oil so crude it comes mm. out of the ground, swearing at you. Mm. Just yeah. a spoonful of sugar. Oh. <clears throat> uh, so the first ever oil millionaire. Oil. Take your cod liver oil, then your crude oil, then your yeah, all the oils, yeah. Yeah. then your baby oil, Snake squeeze a baby, oil, turn oil. into oil. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Mm. Uh, the first ever oil millionaire was a resident of mm. Titusville. It happened there. It happened then. Um, <clears throat> that was the first How? ever one. Who was he selling it to for a million? Was it just like he made his million? Well, because of right it as a then the industrial revolution began, you know, and okay. so suddenly people stopped drinking it. <laughs> Started putting <laughs> I mean, it. That's the tipping point in history, isn't it? When people stop drinking a commodity and start yeah. pouring yeah. it into cars. Yeah. I remember. Yeah. I remember that big changeover moment in the fifties when people finally mm. stopped eating uranium. 
Well, that is what happened with whales, though, isn't it? Whales, we were eating them, and then we realised, oh, if you take the grease out of their noses, you can make whale oil and you can power lamps. I was thinking of mining and, and the country whales. I absolutely uh, was. Oh, so yeah. was I. Do you know why sperm whales are called sperm whales? Ooh, Does I it clearly look like sperms? They've got... Uh, there's like a hump on the top of their heads. And... Mm. Um, oh, no. If you were to harpoon it... No. Which they frequently did. No. Uh, there's a reserve yeah. of oil in this hump in the yeah. top of their head. And when you lance mm-hmm. it, as it <laughs> all shoots out, it sort of coagulates into a thick white viscous substance. Oh. Mm-hmm. The sperm whale. Ladies oh. and gentlemen. Whalers oh. really, really, they came up with some tip top names for their prey, didn't they? Right whales. That one. That's the right whale. Get that one. That's the right whale. That's the right whale. Idiots. They're all the right whale. If you ask yeah. morons. Anyway, what what fascinated me in uh, looking at this story about Titusville and the beginning. And by the way, there are now uh, six hundred seventy thousand oil wells in the US alone. Great news, guys. Yeah. Uh, when do you think the earliest? Because this is the first commercially successful one. When do you think the the earliest known oil wells uh, in the world were were, were dug? Any, any any anyone anyone? Just for a bit of fun. Just for a bit of fun. It's not from. Ancient Greece. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, I'm a pharaoh. Oh, I've got some oil. Oh, Egypt. Egypt. Very, very good. Very good. Very good. Well, Mm. Nat, Mm. you're wrong. Mm. Lizzie, you're wrong. China, three forty-seven. Oh, they went two hundred and forty meters down, and uh, it was all bamboo. You know, of course it was. What? They what were they using? Well, they, they would burn it to evaporate brine and make salt. <gasps> so Talking of which, my Walden, pickles. It's much easier. <laughs> my pickles have come to fruition. They're absolutely delicious. Lizzie, no one wants to know about your pickles. That's what have you brined oh, my now? My pickles are amazing. Stop your brining. My briny old pickle. Your briny old pickle, all <laughs> sour and salty. Watching everyone's cheeks suck in. Now let's go to the birthdays. Happy birthday to Leon Theremin, who invented the Theremin. Yes. So we'll like to him, we'll just like say. And happy death day to Louis Mountbatten. He, of course, wasn't born Louis Mountbatten. He was yeah. born Louis Battenberg. Uh, yeah. He was the second cousin of Queen Elizabeth, the second uncle of Prince Philip. He was Battenberg. Changed his name in the First World War so no one would realise he was German. Became Louis Mountbatten. Mm. His FBI file... So he made all repeats, the cakes? Uh, yes. They were the bat- so the Battenbergs, that's where the cake's from. No, he was. He, when he went to war, he had an armour made of marzipan. Is that right? <laughs> <laughs> well, he may as well have, because the FBI said, repeated allegations against him that he had a perversion for young boys. His driver, Norman Neal, from 1942-1943, said he was meant to procure boys aged 8 to 12 and bring them oh. to the Lord Mount Daphne and not tell anyone about it. Uh, people from the King Cora Boys' home in Ireland. Uh, many say they were trafficked to Mount Daphne when he was in Ireland. Uh, he to take over the country from Harold Wilson in the 60s and 70s, but chickened out at the last minute, and he was blown up by the IRA in 1979. That's last Viceroy of India, Louis Mountbatten, uncle of Prince Philip. Oh, I never knew. Oh, and Prince Charles is very special, great uncle. Oh. They had a very special relationship, which Jonathan Dimbleby talks all about. What did you make oh. of that hot slop? Let's, let's 
let's play Ask Lizzie. Ah, oh, Lizzie doesn't know what's going on. Lizzie's got no idea. Mm. Um, so what have I got? I've got Zanzibar. Zanzibar. Zanzibar get popular a couple of years ago for a holiday destination. Oh, I'd like to see Did that it? happen these days. Oh, yes, everybody in the know is after Zanzibar. Um, <laughs> Were you talking about the mid-1930s? Me and the men, sir, went to Zanzibar. See the young boy! I'm going to roll around. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, How much of this do you want to cut? It's um, all going. I was going to say, it could go a lot further. And Titus Andronicus digging in an oil well in Texas. You see, you see, now what you've done, you've presented me with two very interesting... Very interesting stories, very interesting facts. It's very difficult for me to come up mm. to, to, you know, get off the fence. I do like the sensation. Um, so what would make my life much easier is if you could pretend that Zanzibar had some crossbows and Titus had some crossbows and just have a, just have a little fight between yourself and then I'll be able oh, to decide. Crossbows are different. Those were putting his longbows. Oh, what yeah. what were the things? Yeah, here we go. Yeah. Okay, yeah, have a long, have just have a longbow fight for a couple of couple okay. of minutes. Okay. <laughs> 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 Um, so yes, <laughs> Jake's the winner. Jake wins. Okay. <laughs> wow, amazing. <laughs> wow. Amazing. A rock solid format once again, ladies and gentlemen, informing you, entertaining you, and delighting you every morning of your lives. You know, I really hate rock to say solid. this, but I feel like this podcast is slightly losing credibility. <laughs> We used to have serious historians on who would argue about the moomins. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Go back to those days, why don't you? Yeah, it was sort of fun. No. All right. All right. Well, see you tomorrow. And I just... <laughs> why does it always sound like we're utterly spent at the end of every podcast? <laughs> I just want to say... Oh, dear. See you tomorrow. I really love Bernard Cribbins. <laughs> <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.